We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bye-bye. Oh, tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Be sad. being brought to you by DuckDuckGo Privacy Simplified. On tomorrow's show, Russ Dorsey will join us for his weekly hit. We will, I guess, break down what happens tonight between the Cubs and the Sox because everyone seems to think those two teams are going to play and you're going to be able to hear tonight's game on the score starting at 640. Until then, you've got the afternoon show. The mob has been reunited and boy, did they have themselves a time yesterday. They are Parkins and Spiegel. Hello, boys. <laughs> what are you referring to specifically, I Warren? listened to the show yesterday. You guys had yourselves a time. We did have a time. You know what's nice? When we genuinely disagree on something, because I, I, we were getting after it a little bit yesterday. That was fun. Yeah. Sometimes you got to like flex that muscle. Like I know for Danny, like he's been he's been sitting on the bench for two weeks, like <laughs> like waiting to talk about all of this stuff. So so, true. I'm, so I'm sure he was like, yeah, I I, I got thoughts and things it, and feelings that I want to share. It's so right, Lawrence. At the end of the show, he looked at at all of us. He's like, whew, I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like an endorphin rush. That was that was that was medicine for your boy. Oh, that was man. good stuff. It, it's an outlet for us, and and oh, yeah. we're we're for the most part. I I would categorize categorize myself as an introverted extrovert. And when we get behind these microphones, it allows for us to give some of that. So when you don't have it, it's it's weird to do it around the house, even though all of us probably do. But when you don't have the the outlet for it, it gets bottled up. Steph just didn't have strong enough Jaquan Brisker takes, though. Right, that was my problem. She I, she <laughs> she wasn't in the camp of they didn't do enough for Justin Fields. I was like, Are you a box safety at forty eight on this team, and she's like, I, I yeah, I, can you pass me the formula? Well, you know, obviously the business is so steeped in the um in the takeosphere here. It, you know, with all the opinionists doing their thing and everybody scoring the conversations and and I've railed against that for so many years in different ways or whatever. But every once in a while, when it's actually really there, whew, boy, that was fun. I've, and I feel like I'm going to be arguing with people all year long about oh, this I mean, stuff. I, 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 listen, I think that a lot of Bears fans are cautiously optimistic 
for new GM, new coach, and I think the vast majority of Bears fans and observers are still in on Justin Fields. It's just, you know, like when the captain, when you get on an airplane and the captain, like, tells you ahead of time there's going to be turbulence? Yeah. As a nervous flyer, like, sometimes that makes me feel a little bit better because it's like, oh, okay, well, then it's, it's not a surprise, but, like, you're like, damn, it must be really bad if, like, they can already see 400 miles into the future that there's mm-hmm. going to be turbulence. Instead of getting that 500-foot drop out of nowhere. Yeah. Th- this Bears season is going to be, like, a four-hour flight where they're like, <laughs> we got no beverage service. <laughs> like, if you need to go to the bathroom, you got to go right now. And you can only go to the one in the back. Don't even think about using first <laughs> and, class. And we stocked every chair with some vomit packs in case you're we'll, – we'll get there. And it'll go, be okay, I'm but go it's going to be a little rough. I'm going to go ahead and guarantee that you'll vomit. Just gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna, I hate flying. I'm just going to go ahead and call that out. Yeah, because like uh, they don't really care about winning games this year, and I think that's pretty wise, actually. And, and, and you know, and week to week, that's not how Matt Eberflus is going to act. That's not how how he's going to function. It's not how the players are going to function, but. I think these guys are like, well, let's build something that could last a good long while, shall we? And that is not about this season. I find myself stuck in the analysis of this draft because I do like a lot of the picks that they made. And I I understand like you you start out with two guys that immediately are starters and you have a draft where you know for sure that you've got two starters on defense. And I also go, well, did they really do what they needed to do for the offensive line? And should that have been the priority versus fixing the defensive backfield? I'm not sure. I also want to give Ryan Poles the benefit of the doubt because he's new to the job. I I want to let him do this the way that he wants to do it and then find out where we're at. So I'm kind of stuck in, I know there are some Bears fans that are like this, this wasn't what they needed to do in the draft. And then there are some that are like where Speaks is at. is like this year is a, a throwaway. So start stockpiling good players. And if you end up with four starters out of this group of 11, then you've more than done your job with this draft. And two of them for sure are going to start immediately. Yeah, where do you find a f- third and fourth starter, though? I, well, I think Vellis Jones will be a starter. Uh, I mean, so if I mean, if you count three receivers as starters, I guess I do. I mean, most yeah. most offenses are in eleven personnel. Yeah. So, so you think you've got him above Equinemius St. Brown from the jump? Not from the jump, <laughs> but I think eventually, yes, hey. he'll be better than Equinemius. Hey, wow. I'm just saying, like, and and they're probably signing another veteran, right? And Mooney and Pringle are very likely, obviously Mooney, and I would say Pringle is pretty much penciled in as a starter. Well, I, let's see if he can stay out of trouble. Yeah, uh, it's. Just, Vila, it, what was interesting to me about the Velas Jones pick was that while the first two picks definitely felt like best player available staying true to your board, mm-hmm. Velas Jones felt like we need speed, we need speed, we need a receiver, so I'm taking him. Like that that one didn't feel like based on production because like they, they immediately like, well, he's the best kick returner in the draft. Well, you don't draft a kick returner no, no, no. in the third no. round. I, no, no, this, this <laughs> is a guy who... They're going to do some very basic things with him to get him the ball in space. It's like the Giants taking Kadarius Toney, right, last year, and they didn't do a very good job of incorporating him. There's no way that they make a pick that high with this guy if they don't already have some ideas, like with Luke Getze and some of the conversation 
We'll do, he's going to catch some screens. He's going to catch some quick slants. We're going to use him in space. In they the, they want to do what Debo Samuels is doing. Yeah. They, they, they want to try and recreate some Tyreek Hill stuff. Sure. That's what they're uh, but, looking to do with him. And, and we're, we're burned because we just saw Matt Nagy completely fail to use Tariq Cohen effectively and then completely fail to use Cordero Patterson effectively. And then we watch Cordero Patterson light the world on fire in Atlanta I, I, but I think these guys will, just because they're not naggy, will be better at utilizing a player like in space. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that those two names you mentioned, Lawrence. Like, well, they were the names that they mentioned. That's why I mentioned. Right, them. right. I, the two most exciting offensive players in football. Yeah, I don't think anybody's recreating Tyreek Hill stuff. I don't know, Debo Samuel too, man. Like, I, I. I if you were doing non-quarterback offensive players most exciting in the NFL, I feel like, you know, maybe Jamar Chase gets mentioned. But, like, I, I think those guys might be one and two most exciting well, offensive weapons in football. But the reason Lawrence is bringing up Debo and the reason he comes up is because he does it in non-traditional ways, whether it's running the ball or, or you know, or some of the ways they get him the ball, as opposed to, like, Jamar Chase, who's just a beautiful wideout who can do everything a yeah. traditional wideout needs to do. I yeah. think Jones might be a positionless offensive player. Right. On, I think that's the idea. An intentionally positionless offensive player. Well, they need speed. And so, and he's, and he brings it. So get the ball in the fast guy's hands. Like there, there are, there are worse plans. I, Lords, I think what I'm guarding against here is just how people are going to talk about Justin Fields when I legitimately think there's an argument that he's got the worst grouping of offensive talent around him of any team in the NFL. You know, you could, you could throw the Texans at me. You could throw the Jets at me, right? So maybe it's not the worst, but it's certainly bottom five, and we looked at it a lot yesterday at some of the other teams. Um, and so if the offense is awful and the defense has, you know, they – they lose Akeem Hicks, they lose Khalil Mack, suffer a couple of injuries, whatever the case may be. Like, If the team is really bad this year and has a top five pick, do you think people will clamor for the Bears to move on from Justin Fields? I think that it depends on what he looks like in those moments. Even with yeah, having even, even very with little help? All the bad, th- there should be pops. Yep. There, you know, like we, we should be like, oh, okay, because – the best quarterbacks will still figure out how to make teams a little bit better. Alex made an interesting point when we were talking last hour about getting the ball back more, that if your defense is better, it should make the offense a little bit better. And that's him being positive in, in a system that he's very familiar with. I, I That's why I'm stuck, Danny. Like I'm, I'm stuck on, I think that they actually improve their team but maybe not their offense, and then trying to figure out what we can hold Justin Fields accountable for as far as growth goes, to me is a little bit confusing. And I think that that's okay. Like I I don't think that they necessarily had to buy in, both figuratively and literally, to 
we're just going to make Justin Fields better, and that is our only thing. They clearly didn't. They they clearly went and away from that idea. To me, it is super interesting. They're clearly, I and mean, we just watched a whole draft where, like, quarterback on a rookie contract means you spend a lot on a wide receiver. You know, veteran quarterback means you don't. Like, we just watched everything play off the rookie contract. We've been talking for the last several years about the rookie contract for the quarterback. That's not their timeline. You know, I, I mean, they're giving themselves a couple years here to figure it out, but they're trying to build something that is more sustainable, that's larger than than the quarterback. And we're not used to that because we've dealt with the quarterback first narrative for a long, long time from a position of not having one. Yeah. <laughs> and then from a position of maybe we have one for two different guys in the last six years. Let me ask you guys, like, let's wipe. I need you to, to, to do the uh, the men in black like mind wipe here. Take away Justin Fields' 2021 season. If he entered this year's draft, would he have been the number one pick? I think number two, unless Jacksonville traded it. Because they had Trevor Lawrence. Because they had Trevor Lawrence. Right. But you still see him as a top five guy in this year's draft. First quarterback off the board. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, two-time Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, college football games, 4-4 speed, big arm, throws deep, smart. NFL-ready offense, yeah, et cetera. I, I, ab- absolutely. I, I, mean, if, I, think, if, I, think, I think he'd be a lion. If you're using the flashy thingy for the whole naggy experience. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the prospect grade, right? The, mm-hmm. I mean, I asked Matt Miller. Matt Miller said that he had a higher grade than Trubisky did. And people say, like, well, well, Trubisky sucked. It's like, okay, but Trubisky had a higher grade than Watson and Mahomes in the 17 draft. Like, Justin Fields was the fourth quarterback taken in his draft, but his draft was regarded as a great quarterback draft. Which I have some issues with. Sure, sure. But just, but like, and had issues at the time. No, and I know we talked a lot about Zach Wilson at at the time, and Trey Lance was clearly just a, a, you know, a project. It'll be fascinating to watch him this year, but. And him and uh, and Fields and Lawrence came up together since sixth grade. But I so yeah, I do think that Fields. There's no reason to be out on Justin Fields without even without the mind eraser thing. Like I I, I don't have any reason to be out. On like, him. Is it called nebulizer? Is that what it is? I believe it was the nebulizer. I like flashy thingy. Flashy thingy works because it gives everyone like the context if they can't think of nebulizer. Tevin Jenkins, Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick, Dakota Dozier. Larry Borum, that your starting offensive line left to right? Uh, yeah. They got themselves some some lottery tickets maybe, here. Maybe flip the other way around, though. Well, you know, everybody's been talking about wide receiver free agents. There's some tackle free agents out there, too. Like, if they if they really believe that Tevin and Borum can't play or one of them can't play, they got Dwayne Brown's out there, Eric Fisher is out there. Like, if you want to go with a veteran just to give Fields some protection while he's learning, you can do that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. <laughs> They're not going to be good. But I, yeah, like, 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 like right. That, that's the thing. Like, people are like, well, go get Jarvis Landry. Okay, Jarvis Landry had nah, 300 receiving yards Jar- last year. Jarvis Landry is, you're adding like a third or fourth receiver to a team that thinks it can win. Like, that's, that's where he's at in his career, where you're like, I need a tough guy that uh-huh. is willing to play in the slot and do some of the dirty work for me. And if we get that guy, it'll open up some things for the outside guys because he has to be dealt with. 
Jarvis Landry is not a receiver that you bring in right now. I like, but I can see them wanting someone over the age of 25. Oh, I like T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like the idea of T.Y. Hilton. Good enough for Andrew Luck. I know that there have been He's injuries. He's 33 years old. I know, but this is just somebody. Let him have a chance to, to reclaim, kind of like A.G. Green, Green for Kyler Murray. A.J. Green, yeah. A.J. Green for Kyler Murray. Or E.G. Green was an actor. was <laughs> in great. some Twilight Zone episodes. He was really, really good. But, um, yeah, but just, you know, here's how I run routes. Here's how we do things. I will make catches and maybe make myself viable for somebody else in a year. Did you guys see the, I think the NFL posted like an Instagram, because you know how at the combine, rich, run, rich, run is yep. a thing that the RG3 Ran a four four eight. Like Wait, now, today's RG three ran yeah. a four four eight. Oh, yeah, like he they they did like a bunch of them. Like I think Vic ran a four seven two or something like that. These RG three is like had a full like ten years. Oh my god! And, and, and ten years later, he's still running a four four eight. Someone gonna call him? That I mean. How I know you run, Lawrence. I'm wondering how many Not like so, that. Never no, like that. No, I know, but I'm thinking like so if, if RG three can run forty yards. I run and, too, Danny. I was in the rain today. I ran you know, good it, eight to twelve. So steps. do you think you could run twenty five yards Me? in four four eight? Like like a, like a four four eight twenty five. Like like I see when I watch Rich do it and I'm like, I could probably outrun Rich. I'm a I'm think I'm seven years younger or something like that. In for, dress shoes? For no, he runs them in gym shoes now. Oh, gym shoes and but, a suit. But a suit. Yeah, okay. Right. I, I feel like I could do it. Like, I would be happy if I could do it under six. Yeah. Like yeah, that that I would, would make me that would make me really happy. Like when I was younger, like the the thing when I did like the baseball, like uh when I when I did the regional tryout stuff in after college, the first thing that they have you do is run a 60. Like you're supposed to run you know, basically second to home, home to second in less than eight seconds. And they cut everyone who didn't make it in under eight seconds. I was shocked that I made it. And I did it in like 7-4. But that was, you know, 25 <laughs> yeah, years ago. ago. And, yeah, and, remember and the, when. The concept of me running for speed ends up with me popping a quad on a softball diamond. Yeah, these days I just try not to embarrass myself in front of my 10-year-old. That's really it, you know? Like, we'll be going somewhere and I'll say, oh, come on, Daddy, let's make the light. And I'll start running. I'll be like, John, your mother, piece of, okay, all right, here we go. And I, I got to make sure I can keep up. Yeah, I, I don't know the last time I ran. It's not something you do. The, you, I, I, I was having this this conversation um, with Sarah Gordon, who was one of my students. She played for the Red Stars, and now she's out in L.A. She had done this workout, and I and I was like, man, I can't think of the last time that I ran full speed. And and I joked, I was like, I want to come do a workout with you, and she's like, no, you don't. I was like, you're right. I really don't want to come come and do a, a workout with a professional soccer player. Those are speaks. Did you ever run into any of those in intramural basketball? Uh, oh, yeah, like actual like legit athletes? Like like specifically soccer players. Like I'm okay with like dealing with football players uh, on the basketball court. That's a whole thing. I hated playing against soccer players. Yeah, but that they endless, never got tired. Right, they they were always just up and back, up and back, and it's just annoying as all hell. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, made me want to reach for the nebulizer. Um, a nebulizer is the machine that turns liquid medicine into mist. 
that so you might have used that so it, so I, so we're thinking neuralizer <laughs> neuralizer okay. is what we're looking for all right good neuralizer is the uh, is the fictional machine in in men in black the nebulizer a very <laughs> a very different item uh, yeah that's <laughs> on us <laughs> screwed that one up pretty sure I have a nebulizer still at home from when uh, Ruben had allergies as a four year old something like that. It just sounded right. Oh yeah, I bought yeah, it. it. We, we were That's, just yeah, nebulizer. You nailed it, Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, we weren't far off of it. <laughs> no, no, we, we had, had the Iser parts. Yeah, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And a mini tizer. What's a what's a mini tizer? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> How are you gonna feel, Lawrence, if the Cubs win this series? Uh, I'll be happy for the Cubs. <laughs> I mean, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. I I, I want to see Kyle Hendricks, quite honestly, like figure some stuff out. Ooh. As far as the White Sox go, they got they got a lot of problems, man. I don't think, as I look at it right now, I look at that that pitching matchup, and I think it's advantage White Sox. But yes, you know this team struggles. They sometimes offensively just kind of go to the zoo. And what scares me, Danny, is tomorrow's game because Kyle Hendricks is exactly the type of pitcher that can take advantage of them. That understands what they're <laughs> smart and right-handed. Yes, you know, what what their <laughs> philosophy is of their their being aggressive. Like I can see Kyle being like, "Oh, okay, let's let's do some change-ups on the outside corner to start at bats, and let's see what happens to White Sox hitters." I I imagine like a bunch of balls that are tapped back to Kyle Hendricks tomorrow. That's what, what scares me about I, this series. I heard Coomer this morning with Mully and. Aww. Aww. And um, Coom is so good at dissecting stuff as he, as he watches it. And he, he said, you know, I'm not a pitching guy, but... And then he started breaking down Kyle Hendricks. And I just, I've, I've heard him be right. He was right about Kimbrel, right about a few different guys mechanically. He thinks something's screwy with Kyle's mechanics right now. Well, Kyle thing, does too. Yeah, things are flattening out. Both the changeup and the fastball are flattening out as opposed to getting that, that movement that he desperately, desperately needs. Yeah, Kyle thinks something's screwy mechanically. Well, it's just so crazy how it can like, be there and go and it's be insane, there and go man. for someone who is as, like, Disciplined and regimented and smart yeah. as he is, who uses all of the technology like to his advantage. It's crazy that a guy like him can still be off. It's a well, golf th- swing. This it's a golf is, swing, isn't yeah, it? Oh, this yeah. is what Speaks always talks about. These, this, these games are played by human beings. Yeah, yeah. And no matter how smart you are, how dispassionate you try to be, how how wise you can be, and I mean, and Hendricks is in great shape and tries to keep those mechanics repeatable. That's his genius when it's on, but when it falls off a little, he's, he's got troubles. We've got Dave Wanstead on the show today. Oh. Yeah, at 4 o'clock. You know, he's always available unless he's doing something. So uh, he's not doing anything today. And uh, Speaks is worried about me. I am very worried we about you. We will discuss that. Darnell Mayberry had a great piece on Zach Levine. He sure and, did. And on things that like I haven't really been given a chance to weigh in on, like end of bull season and Zach Levine specifically. Um, I feel like there is just a... A statement of fact about how the Bulls will handle this, how Zach handles it, we'll see. But how the Bulls handle it, I think we should be operating all from like a baseline here. And uh, we'll talk plenty of Cubs and Sox as well today, Lawrence. All right, boys, have yourselves a show. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lawrence Holmes. Tanny's open, kicks us off. It's Parker Spiegel on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.